Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're glad you're on the call this morning. And uh, as we say each week, we don't think anybody shows up on this call by accident. The um, first thing uh, is we want to uh, really encourage you to invite other people to get on the call. Um, without you doing that, then uh, it, the word won't spread. And uh, we've tried to make that as easy as we can for people to call in. And uh, like I say, if you want to forward that num- number on to anyone else, you feel free to do that. The um, other thing is, is we are on Spotify now. Uh, and you can search, uh, when you go to Spotify, you can search Game Changers Devotional, and it should pop up for you. Uh, if you've got the app, you can uh, go through the app, and you can save that as, as a favorite, and you can subscribe to it. But uh, we're definitely excited that, that you are uh, uh, on the call this morning and encourage you to, like I say, to reach out to other people and let them know uh, that uh, this is something we do each and every Wednesday morning. Well, this morning I'm going to be leading our devotional. And when I started thinking about what to do, I started thinking about, you know, sometimes when God calls us, uh, how, how we can feel. And it's not something that just that we feel. It's something others, you know, have felt. And uh, the I started thinking about my wife. Uh, as a teacher, uh, how many times do I hear people uh, make teachers a target and say, look, you know, you get the summers off. Uh, you know, you only work nine months out of the year. But when the truth of the matter is, when you look at it, uh, they may be working nine months out of the year, according to some people, but that's not really true. Uh, you you look at the fact that they spend during that nine months they average about fifty three hours a week um, in working, and when you look at their salaries they make forty one thousand to forty seven thousand a year for the national average, uh, and many, many teachers actually spend a lot of their money in their classroom, uh, you know, spending their own money to do things. They, it, summers are not really all for them because um, if your wife's a teacher you probably have uh, seen her planning for the next year. So it's not like she's, you know, he or she is on a vacation. Uh, and if you can remember how awful it was in high school and junior high. Imagine if you went back as a teacher, how that, that could be for you. Um, but when you look at it, for the most part, every person that is a teacher made the career choice because, you know, they love to teach and they love kids and the weight of the load that they have and that burden they may carry is worth it for them to take on. You know, my wife can rarely go anywhere that former and current students don't stop and talk to her. Uh, this can turn a short trip into a, the grocery store into a much longer event than we anticipated. But she is willing to tolerate all those inconveniences because she feels like that God has her in the classroom, and that's what she's called to do. And, uh, you know, even on those bad days that she has at work, it's still so worth it to her. But I started thinking about, you know, in in the Bible, we have examples there. Uh, And the first one, if you look in Matthew 19 through 21, uh, you see the story uh, about when Joseph uh, is um, um, found out that Mary is pregnant. And it says in verse 19, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her 
is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people uh, from their sins. Now, specifically, when we look in verse 20, it says, Do not be afraid to take home as your wife Mary, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Have you ever thought about Joseph had these plans in his mind and he thought it was how things would work out and how these words were spoken to him and all of a sudden, you know, it was a start of a calling that would change the world. Can you imagine the weight he felt when he found out this news? He had a huge responsibility in front of him. When God called him to take Mary home as his wife, it meant he was required to raise God's son, God's only son. And you know, he had to put up probably with the scorn of people who might suspect a scandal in Mary's pregnancy. Uh, as much as he probably, that was tried to be covered up, there were still some people uh, that probably still acted like people did today. They're counting on their fingers how many months it is, and, uh, and they're criticizing. But you go, you look in another story in Mark 1, 16 through 20. It says, as Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. When he had gone a little farther, uh, he, he uh, saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat. They were preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left father, their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. You know, don't you think that when they dropped their nets, there probably was a little bit of reservation there, maybe in the back of their mind? Um, and I think that, you know, they would be thinking, where do we get our next meal from? You know, how do we pay our debts? But in Luke 5.10, it kind of confirms that there was some doubt there because it says, uh, and, um, and, and so also were James and John, son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. Um, from now on, you will be catching men. Well, I don't think if he had didn't have some reservations, he wouldn't have said, do not be afraid. So I think there was a little bit of uh, uneasiness about maybe that decision in God's call. But, you know, God doesn't call people uh, to insignificant tasks. When God calls us to serve, it's a, a significant assignment that can even disrupt our lives some. When God calls us to that task, our natural response may be that of apprehension and maybe even fear. Um, you know, when you decide you're going to follow Christ and you're selling out to Christ, and, and when I say you're sold out, that you're all on board, uh, it can put you in a position of people mocking you and people thinking that you're absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, and sometimes that will make you wonder, hey, is this even worthwhile to do this? And I can guarantee you that if God's calling you to do it, it is worthwhile. So my next question for you is, are you serious about following God and you're open to this call, even if it's difficult? In 1 Samuel chapter 3, there's a story there about Samuel, and he's ministering under Eli. And uh, it says that Eli had uh, laid down that night, and Samuel is laying down in, in, in prox some proximity to him. And he thinks he hears Eli calling him, and he gets up, and three times he goes to Eli and, and says, you know, what do you need? And he says, well, I didn't call you. So we pick up in verse 9, and it says, so Eli told Samuel, 
Go and lie down. If he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Verse 10, it says, The Lord came and stood there calling as, uh, as at the uh, other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. And I was challenged this week in my small group on Sunday uh, that we should make this our prayer. Speak, for your servant is listening. But let, let me give you some fair warning on that. You need to be ready if you pray that prayer because what God has called you to do and he tells you to do may create some heaviness for you. It may be a little bit of a burden for you, you think, a lot of times. It may stress you out. But I guarantee you that if you follow God, he's going to work all that out and he'll relieve that burden that you may feel, the heaviness of that calling, and uh, he'll, he'll make you understand what you're supposed to do and give you the ability to do it. You know, I hope each of you this week can pray that prayer. Speak, for your servant is listening. Philip, thank you so much for the day that we have, and uh, we thank you for all that you teach us and the word that we have uh, that is before us that we can dig in every day. I just pray that you would be with each and every person on this call, dear God. I lift them up to you. Uh, I pray that today that, that we would all be able to say, speak, for your servant is listening, dear God, and that we would follow you in what you have for us in our lives. Even the small things, dear God, that, that we might think or think are just small and don't mean anything to anybody else, we know that you have us do those things sometimes because they do end up meaning a lot for other people. I just pray that you would keep everyone on this call safe, dear God, and uh, I pray that you would um, help them this week uh, as they uh, with their families, uh, there were friends that you would have them just open up and they would uh, be able to um, shine through themselves uh, what it is that, that we live for, and that's for you, Jesus. Uh, these things I ask in your name. Amen.